Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for coming to the Intuitive Art Show. I'm Rachel Archelaus, and today we're going to talk to Debbie Z about channeling angelic symbols. And I met her at a holistic fair, and she stood out to me because of her energy, her big red hair. Um, <laughs> she's tall, and I'm very short. And so all day I was eyeing her, and then just beautifully she came over and she sat next to me and she said can I do a reading for you and it was just so beautiful and so fluid I just love her energy and I really was curious about how this all started how she started channeling um, these angelic symbols what relationship she has to angels in her life you know are they around all the time um, because I talked to angels too but in a different way so I am so excited to get to know her better and to share her with you. And she's also going to help us um, with some things that are going on in the world right now and how we could use these symbols to make it a little easier for ourselves in this tumultuous time. And if you watched part one, that's where I did my intuitive drawing. So you can go back on this page and watch that. This is part two where she's going to do her drawings. She's done a couple for us. And she's going to share her symbols. And if you have any questions about any of it, I'm sure she would be happy to answer them. So just put those in the comments below. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Debbie, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm just thrilled to be able to talk with you and share information about Zebu Angelic Symbols. It is my favorite, most favorite thing to do. And I feel the presence of the angels every moment of every day and it brings me a lot of comfort so it's wonderful to be able to share that with other people lovely yeah it just oozes out of your face like we can just see this joy and this presence um so where should we start like did this start when you were a kid or when you were an adult how did this begin for you uh, I would say I was a late bloomer. <laughs> uh, I was pretty much asleep at the wheel, I would say, until probably uh, my late 30s. And um, I was meeting regularly with a group of people who were helping each other to expand their consciousness. And I heard about automatic writing, and I really wanted to do that. I wanted to do that. Uh, so much so that I got in my own way. I would grip a pen, a, you know, white knuckle uh, a pen and sit with a tablet of paper saying, bring me some messages. I want something to come through. And of course, nothing could come through because I was in my own way. Uh, then when I finally just said, okay, I give up. I'm, I'm going to let this go. That's exactly when the messages started coming through. And I know that people do automatic writing and they do longhand English or whatever their language is, and, and they'll just have spirit come through them and they'll write whatever uh, spirit guides them to write. And I forgot to request that my information be brought to me in longhand English, and I found myself writing pages and pages of symbols. And they just flowed, I, just pages and pages. Every morning for probably about two weeks, I would draw pages of symbols. And I would say, thank you. I, I really appreciate this, but I have no idea what this means. And um, I subsequently was uh, visited by an angel 
during a Reiki session, and she explained to me that what I'd been drawing were angelic healing symbols. She told me that they were called Zebu, and she even spelled it out in the... She wrote it up in the air, Z-I-B-U. So I knew what it sounded like. I knew how it was spelled. And I finally knew what these symbols were. Very cool. How did the angel appear to you? Like, was it in your mind? Was it in the room? Um, I was actually having a Reiki session. And I was laying on a table. So I felt really open energetically and and very safe. I was with my Reiki master and she was working on me and it was so beautiful because it was totally unexpected. (laughs) And I saw this stunning, stunning face uh, floating off to the right. And it looked like those beautiful um, uh, granite sculptures, statues with the smooth face and it wasn't the hallmark angel it wasn't the angel with the ribbons and the gown and all that it was just this stunning stunning face and um it just floated off to the side of me and as i thought about it afterwards she communicated with me telepathically because her lips weren't moving Mm. (laughs) that's cool yeah i just wanted to clarify that because so many people um can't imagine what like a visitation would be like. So for them to know that it can come in all sorts of shapes and sizes and it's still valid for them, I think is important. So cool. Absolutely. I think it, it can be different for each person. And um, I, I wasn't even sure what this was at first. I thought maybe we had conjured up a ghost or something. Mm. <laughs> but the energy was divine. It was so pure and so sweet and gentle. And um, everything about this encounter was just so gentle. And, and I wasn't told what to do. I was offered the information. And um, she said, uh, we, I was a jeweler at the time, and she said, we invite you to make jewelry in the shape of these symbols. And she said specifically silver. So she didn't say you have to. She said, we invite you to do this. And we invite you to share this with mankind. So I really had to meditate and do a bit, a bit of journaling after that experience because I, I wanted to make sure... It, I didn't imagine it and that it was real and authentic and, and everything I wrote about and everything I felt intuitively was, this was right on. This is exactly what I needed. And um, I started making jewelry in the shapes of the symbols. And that was uh, just a beautiful way to express the symbols in a new way. That's really cool. So you were already a jeweler making jewelry And you were going to the group to open up your consciousness. You learned automatic writing. And then it all came together by basically that angel telling you what you were channeling. (laughs) And then putting it together with the craft you were already doing. Mm -hmm. You're wearing some now. Do you want to show us? I am. Can you see it? I'm wearing, here it is. I'm wearing a necklace with the symbol for healing embrace and the earrings also are the same. They're made out of silver wire. And I was inspired to wear those today 
um, I, I did an event recently and I had all different uh, symbols represented in earrings and in pendants. And I had a wide variety and three people came up. Things happen in threes for me, by the way. Three people came up and said, um, these are beautiful, but do you have healing embrace? <laughs> and I said, that's the one I don't have. So I went home and I made that and I've been wearing it. Um, it, it seems like the right one for, I feel intuitively guided as mm -hmm. to which piece to wear. And the message that goes with healing embraces is all of the messages are beautiful, but this one is about don't ever underestimate the power of an embrace with another person and uh, just how much healing energy can be sent to another person just by the simple act of embracing them and the kindness that is shown by doing that. Uh, it's just such a simple gesture, but it has a lot of positive energy in it. Very nice. Yeah, it's funny because when I've had encounters with angels and I've felt them, like when they've come close to me, it feels like that. It feels like unconditional love, like you could just melt into them, you know, like maybe it reminds me kind of of like when I was a little kid and I was upset and I was like going to get consoled by my parents, but times 10, um, and healing embrace, that's certainly how I feel around them. Very cool. When I'm doing intuitive readings for people and I use my deck of cards, um, I get information. I have a deck of cards that I've made and it has 88, 88 cards, 88 symbols. And uh, it coincides with the book that I wrote about the symbols and my experiences. And when I'm doing readings for people, I get the information by hearing it by I close my eyes through a lot of the readings so that I can see in my mind's eye what they want to show me. And they may show me another symbol. They may play something out for me to see. Um, or I, I always feel it in my heart. The in information goes through my heart. And after doing a reading, I am always blessed because I my heart just feels <laughs> overflowing with energy uh, or with love, with unconditional love. And quite often as I see the person that I'm doing the reading for, the angels will sometimes surround that person with this beautiful shawl, this light pink, uh, pale pink shawl. And pale pink represents unconditional love. And as I see it and tell them what I see, they confirm that that's what they feel as well. And it also reminds me of angel wings just gently um, embracing, you know, wrapping around someone. What a beautiful thought. What a beautiful image. Yeah, I get the same thing. I've definitely seen that multiple times. And it's funny because, you know, in intuitive art, everybody's colors are their own it, you know they don't necessarily match across the board mm -hmm. and my color for like universal love unconditional love is pale pink so mm -hmm. pretty funny i love how all this stuff works um so i would also love to know more about how how did this become like a profession of yours so i know you had a a more corporate -y job, right? And now you've transitioned into doing this full-time or part-time? 
that that's very interesting because um, a lot of the people watching this want to do that or have started doing that so this would be really interesting to them it is interesting because I've had many corporate jobs. I've been an executive assistant to presidents and CEOs and administrators of hospitals, law firm, uh, uh, community college. So I've done that job a lot. And I my goal was to do this work on the side. And I found that the corporate jobs really depleted me because I wasn't really being authentic and wasn't doing what I was being called to do. Um, but I, in, in 2014, while I was working a corporate job, uh, by the time I made it to December of that year, I looked back and I had been either sick or injured nine out of the 12 months. And it was my body saying, this is not what you need to be doing. <laughs> it took nine months for me to get the message. And when I broke my foot, that was the, the last straw. I thought, okay, they want to keep me from moving forward in this job and I need to do what I'm being called to do. So I gave my notice at that job, which surprised a lot of people because it was a job with prestige. I had a beautiful office. I got a great, great salary, benefits and all that. And people were really surprised at, at that I was leaving that. So in 2015, I embraced this full time. I uh, cleaned up my studio at home because of my art studio. And then I had an office space and I just embraced it full time. And since doing that, doors have opened effortlessly. Um, I haven't had to grab the doors and try to open them. <laughs> it's almost like I'm at Safeway and I step on the mat and the doors open. Um, and and I, I just feel, I have not been sick once in the last year and a half, not once. So I'm in the right place doing what I need to do. And after, at the end of 2015, I felt guided to move to Arizona. And again, a lot of people around me were, were concerned and said, Deb, this was a, a quick decision you made. Did you think this through? Do you know what you're going to be doing? And I just felt so at ease. This was a big thing. I, I sold my, my family house, uh, the, the house my family had grown up in, and I packed everything I own into a U-Haul, including my Harley Davidson. <laughs> and, I and I drove down to Arizona and I relocated here in February of 2016. And again, every single door is effortlessly opened for me. Um, so I've been here, what, six months, something like that. And yet I've connected to a spiritual community, um, it's been almost effortless. And um, my husband is on the other side. He crossed over seven years ago. And I've wanted to connect with him so badly. But again, I've been in my own way because I've been trying really hard. And once I got down here, I actually saw him as a hologram. And it was the best because I saw him and he broke into a big smile and I saw him going like this, like, 
good job, Deb. You got the message and you're here where you need to be. Um, that was the best. And I've, I've since seen him several other times. So I do feel like I'm in the right place doing what I'm being called to do. And I'm being my authentic self. I'm not hiding or seg segmenting or compartmentalizing. I will be a spiritual person with this, this group and I will be inauthentic with this other group. I've integrated so that this is who I am. And um, I don't shy around uh, away from telling people what I do. Beautiful. And just so people know, you're from the Pacific Northwest, right? I am. Seattle or near there? Yeah, near Seattle, just north of Seattle. So that was quite an adventure, packing up the U-Haul and my 19-year-old cat and all of my belongings. And, and I, in a previous show, you talked about simplifying your life and releasing and letting go of things. And that was a perfect opportunity to do that. So a lot of things that had been weighing me down, just possessions and, and uh, oh, just things I didn't need, I released I released those. I donated a lot of things. I threw away the things that um, <clears throat> I didn't need. And it, it was now in this house that I'm living in now, I know everything that's here and I carefully chose everything. And they're things that bring me joy. It's art I've done. It's art that friends have done. Um, so it's, I'm just so happy here. <laughs> nice. I love that story. And I love how, simple you've made it sound because it is simple right when we listen to our intuition finally I know that getting to that point can be hard for me too um, but once you did that everything pretty much opened up before you was there a lot of fear or was that really what other people were feeling and not you the fear came from a lot of other people around me who were concerned I had a lot of these thoughts running in my head for some time trying to decide where I would like to move to, but I didn't want to just move away from Seattle. I wanted to move to something. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't talk about it a lot. So when I made these big announcements that, uh, Oh boy, I'm moving to Arizona. People were concerned and thought that I hadn't given it a lot of thought. So it was them projecting their fear on me. And I could imagine that they were putting themselves in my position and saying, how would they feel packing everything up and moving to a different state? I only knew one person here in Arizona when I moved here, but I had envisioned meeting my different communities and being a part of that. So there were a few times where I had kind of a yikes moment when I, I, I bought into the fear and went, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? And, uh, I would snap out of it and and I just felt so so sure that I was doing what I was being called to do. I do need to add that um, sometimes when I slipped into that place of fear and had concerns about, oh my gosh, what am I doing? At those times, I have to tell you, my ribs on the right side would get really itchy. Huh. <laughs> this is funny because... I thought, what's going on? Do I have a rash? What's going on? So finally, after a couple of days of this, I lifted my shirt up and looked in the mirror and it, I reminded myself that I have a, a tattoo on my ribs that says, believe. Oh, so wow. Tattoo, 
bringing up that energy saying, Debbie, believe, don't forget. You believe in yourself, believe in that these things will work out. Um, you're in good hands. So it was a great reminder. That's really cool. I love that. Yeah, my mom used to get poked in the back. Um, she didn't have a tattoo there, but she knew it was her guides kind of like poking her. Um, all right. So now I think I'd love to talk a little bit about the therapeutic value of what you do. And like you said, you know, you can channel the symbols in the air and like write them out. You have cards, you've got jewelry. And, I'm, you know, when you're with someone, I'm sure you can just explain to them also like what what the symbol is. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been getting a lot of questions lately about people experiencing high levels of anxiety. And, um, you know, it's definitely a time right now where everybody's baggage is coming to the surface. And we're having to deal with all of that stuff that we haven't processed yet. Um, is there a symbol that you could share with us that may help um, shed light on that or give us something to think about or view? <laughs> yes. Um, I Two symbols come to mind right away. And... And, and I, they come up a lot during the readings. I have a deck of 88 cards. And yet, at the end of the day, after reading for quite a few people, I will see the same cards come up. And out of 88, I'll only choose three. And the same ones keep coming to the surface. So there's the same message for a lot of people. And um, the anxiety can come from fear. And uh, holding on to fear that... Um, it doesn't belong to them. And uh, the best way to get rid of it is to release it and let it go. Sometimes people hold on to things, even if it's not positive, just because it's something familiar. And so even though they want, don't want to, they hold on to it just because it's, it's, um, it's a, a comforting, comforting isn't the right word, but it's a familiar thing. So they hold on tight. There's this, I, I chose this card out of my deck. Let me see if I can hold it up here. This is the symbol. Can you see this all right? Yeah. This is the symbol for release. And the way to connect with the energy of these symbols is that you can use your fingers. Like, um, let me see. Uh, I draw it in the air and draw that symbol. And so I see the energy floating in the air, and I can send that energy to other people by pushing it towards them, and the angels will place that energy within them. Mm -hmm. I often see that symbol in people's hands because it, it's significant in that if you're holding on to something and you need to release it, a great way to do it is to draw this symbol. Uh, I, I can, you can do it with your fingertips, so you, it, the energy is there whether you see it or not. I also carry a Sharpie with me. It's, and I'm an artist, so I don't look funny if I got drawings on me I'll draw that in my hands and it's a beautiful reminder when you see that in your hands that it's calling in almost like a heavenly silicone or something that um, makes it easier for you to let go of the things that no longer serve you well so to it's a beautiful thing to do to hold your hands up and release to Archangel Michael say I release all these fears and doubts, I ask that you transmute this to light. 
And I'll sometimes even snap my finger to remind myself that it happens just in a second. Uh, Archangel is my go-to, Archangel Michael is my go-to angel. Uh, I feel his presence quite often and I feel his presence right behind me. It's almost like, uh, we've got your back, Deb. We, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm with you always. And, um, He's the one that I will call on, and he's the one who has the carries the sword and cuts energetic cords. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. The other symbol that came to mind, and this is, I don't know why I say this is a beautiful symbol. They're all beautiful. <laughs> all of them. Uh, this one, when this one came through, the angels guided me to make this jewelry in gold rather than silver. So I knew it was being raised up to a new level, a, a new, um, not better or worse, but just a new energy. And so this card is, can you see this? Yep. This one is Choose Life. And it is about embracing life. And when you embrace life, this is a beautiful one to connect with after releasing fear, releasing those things that don't belong to you, to choose to be present in this moment. It's about not um, racing ahead to the future or um, worrying about things that haven't even happened and probably won't even happen. so all you have is this moment in time, and if you are stuck in the past and you're concerned about um, things that you've said or things that you've done, I wish I wouldn't have said this, I wish I wouldn't have done that, and replay that, you're missing out on the sweetness of this moment. The same thing is true with the future, and if you're thinking about the future, how is this going to work out, and I'm, I'm afraid of this, what if this happens Again, you're missing out on this moment. So this symbol for choose life or embrace life is one of my favorites because it's such a beautiful reminder of the joy in life is in this moment. Mm. I love those. Yeah, and I often find that when I'm anxious, it's because I'm not choosing life. It's like, there's a bigger thing for me to step into and I'm not doing that. And so all the energy for the new task is just has nowhere to go. And that's what's causing the anxiety. And once I start to step forward into the new thing, then that energy becomes what I use for the new project. So that's what I find a lot. And yeah, choosing life and releasing the, the patterns that keep me from moving forward. Mm-hmm. totally that that describes me at least I'm sure it describes people listening too and it describes a lot of us yeah a reminder for myself as well as I do readings for other people um, sometimes in the back of my mind I'll think this this message sounds like it's for me as well and what I will hear the angels tell me or they'll whisper to me is uh, dear one, these have all been for you as well. So the, I'm delivering messages, but I need to pay attention as well. Oh, and yeah. Rachel, I need to tell you, before we sat down for the interview, I asked if there were some symbols for you. 
And I know that usually at the beginning of your interviews, you do some intuitive drawing. And uh, this is what I chose to do before we started the interview. So you haven't seen these, but I'd like to share with you what I got. And three symbols came up. Again, threes. I'm always seeing things in threes. Um, The first, what I got was, the first symbol was, um, I've drawn these on a piece of paper and I'll send them to you, but I've chosen the cards as well. They showed me harmony. This beautiful symbol. All the symbols have this this lovely spiral. They always have these beautiful spirals. So harmony came up, and what I was sensing, what the angels were whispering to me, was that there is um, things. Um, let's see. How do I say this? They they are detecting and want to call your attention to the fact that there are things out of harmony around you. And so some of the uh, anxiety you may be feeling or the discomfort you may be feeling is because of things uh, not going smoothly around you. And you seem to really thrive when everyone's getting along, everything's going well around you. And so I just detect that there's some disruption around you and it may be throwing you off your game a little bit. Hmm. Uh, The next symbol they showed me was balance. And that's what this one looks like. And they were telling me that, that energetically things may feel out of balance for you. And again, um, what I'm sensing is that you may be feeling pulled off balance or, or different things calling your attention or pulling on you. And I see actually being pulled in one direction or another. And so this would be a beautiful symbol for you to work with uh, if you're inspired to. Um, and you can connect with the energy of this symbol simply by taking your fingertips and tracing the symbol. So you will have these uh you will have these on paper that you can actually connect with when you're feeling out of balance and you need to call that energy in. This is a beautiful way to connect with the angels and say, I really need some balance. Please bring this energy to me. And when they bring it to you, you will be able to identify what it feels like and will be able to recreate that yourself. Hmm. Very helpful. Is any of this resonating with you? It does. Yes, definitely. The last symbol they showed me was joy. And this symbol, uh, they were telling me that they were showing me how hard you work and that you're quite a driven person. They are encouraging you. It's like they're tapping you on the shoulder saying, dear one, it's time to play. It's time to find more time to play and really enjoy life and feel joy again. And the symbol for embracing life is about being in the present moment and um, recapturing joy and to enjoy life Uh, again so those are your three symbols and that's the message they wanted to bring through for you thank you very much yeah that's been on my mind a lot I'm actually restructuring everything to be more in joy and to play more and um, I'm I've been obsessed with the idea of backpacking like long distance hiking for a long time and I'm finally gathering all my stuff my big pack is right off camera right now and I've been seeing what I would need um, in order to go out. 
And last night I even had a dream um, that I had started my journey (laughs) and that I forgot my headlamp and I almost fell off a cliff trying to get a mango. It was so funny, but um, yeah, it's definitely converging and I'm planning where I'm going to go first. So I'm really excited about it, but I'll definitely trace the symbols. The balance one, I think, resonates the most because I am being pulled a little bit in many directions and um, trying to make it all harmonious, like some time for me, some time for them. Um, But there's some work I can do there. Yeah. So thank you so much. That was really wonderful. You're very welcome. And I do feel very supported right now. Good. (laughs) I, I don't, see angels generally like I did that first time I see angels as energy and I see columns of white light this beautiful white light and so uh, as I'm looking at you right now on the screen uh, I can see or sense um, uh, three again three I see three angels behind you and the one immediately behind you is a much taller energy. And so I get that that's one of the archangels. And then over each shoulder, I see uh, two columns of white light and they're a little bit short. They're quite a bit shorter, but uh, I get that those are two of your guides with you. So you, you, you've got, um, you've got support from behind you. There's more there, but that's what I see. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. Thank you. I love angels. I asked them about everything. He actually helped me decide to start dating the boyfriend I'm with right now. (laughs) I love that story because I think people are intimidated about asking angels for help. And really you can ask them about anything. They're not going to judge you. Mm -hmm. Um, you had a story about one time when you were working with a client. I don't know the story, so I'm going to hear it too for the first time. But do you want to share that now? Oh, absolutely. Uh, this was great. I was, people send me their stories or they will call me quite often 24 hours after a reading and they will say, You will not believe what happened. So when I do readings, I'm share what I'm guided to share and I bring the energy through that I'm guided to do but I'm not shown what the outcome will be and that's not for me I do my part then I step out of the picture and the person receives whatever blessing they're meant to receive so I love it when people get back to me when I was living in Seattle I had a friend in Portland and she invited me to come and visit and um, so When I came to see her, I noticed she was limping quite a bit. And I asked her about that. She says, oh, I've got something going on with my hip. But she she limped quite a bit. And I said, you know, we can just call in the angels and ask for some healing. Are you open to that? I, I always ask. I don't force what I do on people. And the angels don't force it on me or force it on other people. They wait to be asked or invited in. So my friend said, yes, of course, I'd be happy to receive some energy. So we sat with our chairs facing each other and our knees together. And um, she hadn't had this kind of energy work done before, so she wasn't quite sure what to expect. But I asked her to sit and have her palms up, have her hands on her lap so that her 
palms, her uh, hands were resting on her knees. And a lot of times I will close my eyes during the energy work just so that I can see in my mind's eye what's going on. And so I don't always notice what's happening with the person who's receiving the energy. But I was guided to use the symbol for healing. And I drew the symbol up above. I mean, there are things I do ahead of time. I, I call in the angels. I surround us with spirits, pure white light. I did all of that. But I was drawing this symbol for healing. And then I closed my eyes and I had them place that energy within her in her uh, thighs and my eyes were closed, but in my mind's eye, I could see the energy go to work right away. I could see little white laser dots of energy and they were racing up and down her thighs. It's like little, little workers um, busy doing what they came to do and healing, healing, healing. But it was like um, headlights on a freeway at night, just this racing of this energy back and forth and back and forth and so I got this beautiful light show in my head while, while uh, I didn't know what was going on with her so my eyes were closed when I opened up my eyes my friend's hands were way up here they weren't resting on her lap like they were and I said you know you don't have to move your hands out of the way the energy can get through your hands to your legs and she said I didn't move them. They moved up on their own with all the energy underneath. I thought that was just great that the energy was so palpable that she could feel how much was going on in her legs. And later on in the day, I noticed she was walking a lot smoother. And it, all the energy had started the work right then, but it continued over the days to come. But I noticed a big improvement in her walking and she felt a lot of the pain disappear as well. So um, that I loved that story just because I was so surprised to see her hands raised up in the air. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I love that. You know, there's so many healing modalities out there and there's so many healers and, you know, I love just coming back to the truth that it's all an agreement between us, right? And so whoever you feel most resonant to, go to them. I love angels and I feel really safe with angelic energy. And so I often will consult my angels and I've had them help my pets and help me. And, you know, and obviously they resonate with you. Um, so if you don't, if you're out there and you're like, I don't know. I don't really, it's not working for me. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. It doesn't mean you won't ever get healing energy, but I think especially for where we are right now with so much going on in the world, angelic energy just has such a very big presence and love to it that it's really needed on the earth or really welcomed, I guess is better than needed. We don't really need anything, but welcomed we invite you i mean just remember that remember in your life to invite them in and see what happens you don't have to feel anything for it to work um although it is nice when you get a picture or an image or or a sensation mm -hmm. and i often find with my clients when i've had them stand next to an angel um like in our coaching work, they'll immediately fall to tears because of that beautiful love energy. 
Have you found that people get emotional with the angelic energy? Oh, absolutely. And it surprised me at first. When I first started doing this work, um, I was a little caught off guard that people would feel the energy so intensely and would respond, like you said, quite often in tears. Uh, When I made my first few pieces of custom jewelry for people, I would check in, see what was best, most optimal for them. And as I would place the pendant or earrings in their hands, uh, sometimes they would bow their head down and they'd be looking and I'd be waiting for a response. And one time I even turned and looked at the woman's <laughs> face and said, are you doing okay? And she said, oh my gosh, I can feel spirit's presence in this piece. And I have to say that when I made jewelry before, because I was a jeweler when the symbols were brought to me, that was my ego creating jewelry. And when I would put things out, to the world, it, it was me putting my ego out saying, are you going to like me? If you like this piece, you like me. If you don't, you know, I'm, I'm kind of scared. When I make things and in my studio, I call the angels in. I, I have to be in the right frame of mind and hold the highest vibrational level that I can. I choose my music very carefully. I don't let people in my studio because I don't want them bringing negative energy in. So I, I ask spirit to surround me with white light. I put my hands on my tools and materials and I say, please bless these and please hold my hands as I make this jewelry. When I'm through, and, and it's effortless, it, making spirals on this jewelry, uh, my ego has trouble making them, uh, spirit working through me or angels working through me, it's effortless. And I'll make these beautiful spirals. When I'm done, I will look at them, and sometimes it takes my breath away, and I'll just say, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. And it's not from a place of ego, it's from a, a place of watching what the creator has created through me. So I love it when people feel that energy and they cry. So what, I, I don't want them to cry, but I know it's a good sign. Yeah, it's that a relief, right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Beautiful. I, I wanted to, to also say, I like that you said... Um, Rachel, that you were talking about people inviting the angels in. And I just want to remind people that um, the angels are always around, but they will never barge in and take over and say, oh my gosh, you've made a mess of things. Let me take over here. They, I see them standing, um, well, not really standing, but I see them around us and their hands are down by their sides because they are just waiting it's like they're at attention waiting for us to call them. And there's nothing special you need to say or do to call them in. But they say, what I've heard them say is, you need but speak the words. And, and it's nothing, nothing special, nothing, no secret uh, words that need to be said or magical words. Just call on the angels and say, dear angels, I need your help. Please assist me. Um, I was I was um, so happy to find out that that 
archangels or the angels can bilocate. I thought that if I called on Archangel Michael, it better be for something big because I would be taking him away from helping someone else. And he's available to everybody all the time. So now, as you were saying, for these smaller things, um, like helping my pet or just helping with smaller details, I will not feel bad about calling on any of the angels for assistance. And they, they wait for us to call them in. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up because I wasn't aware that that was part of the reason people didn't call them in. Because I guess, I don't know, that was just a normal thing for me to know that they could be everywhere. Kind of think about, you know, Santa Claus. Like Santa Claus has to be everywhere, right? <laughs> That's why people stop believing. He can't go to every house. Well, maybe there's a bunch of Santa Clauses. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm really glad that you mentioned that. So I cannot believe this. We've almost been at this for an hour. Um, it doesn't feel like it. And which is what happens when you're in the moment, right? Um, how can we contact you? I know the information will be on the page. People are watching this on, but What's the best way for people to reach out to you and look at your jewelry and your cards? Do you sell the cards or are they just for you? Uh, I have one deck of cards at this time, and it's a deck that I made. um, uh, I I, I drew all the symbols by hand. I uh, scanned it into the computer. I printed it on paper. I hand laminated. I clipped the corners. I did it all manually. So this is a very expensive first deck. Um, I'm currently working on reproducing them in a different format to make them available. They're not quite available yet, and I'll announce it to the world when they are. Um, The best way to get in touch with me is through my website or email. My website um, will be listed at the end of the of the program, is that right? Mm-hmm. And um, through email, I answer emails. Um, and then there will be a link to my Etsy shop, and that's where I have my jewelry. Um, so, yeah, email or website. And if you're interested in having a personal reading, I do those by phone and I do those by Skype. Skype is the best. I love to be able to see the person that I'm reading. Uh, distance is not an issue. I can still do energy work uh, no matter where the person is. Um, when I did my first reading for someone in India, it took me a little bit to comprehend that this person is on the other side of the world, and I'm still able to send them energy and um, do this reading for someone I've never met before. Um, and I also, can I show you my book? I've yes. Got, this is a book that I published, and it's got um, 88 symbols in it. Um, it's a wonderful master number. So there's stories in here. The things that people have shared with me, I couldn't make up. They're just incredible, beautiful stories. And like I said, sometimes 24 hours after reading, people get back to me and say, you won't believe what happened. And that's when I get my pen and paper and write write the messages down. Um, so I've shared those stories. I've shared channeled messages about each of these 88 symbols. They're in large formats. So you can trace them easily with your finger. So that's available on Etsy as well. And that's how I cataloged everything. And um, I use that as, as a resource. It's a great resource book. 
Excellent. And so if people are just listening to an audio and maybe they found this not on this page, if they search um, Zebu angelic symbols, they'll probably see all of your stuff, right? They will. And Zebu is Z-I-B-U. Exactly. That's how the angel spelled it for me. <laughs> awesome. I should also mention the angels, my angel guides gave me my last name. Oh. Um, yeah, Archelaus, which is a story for another time, but they're very helpful. This is just to say, people out there, if you're not in contact, <laughs> get in contact because angels will definitely enhance your life regardless of what you need help with. So. Exactly. Or if you just want a companion, you can just have them around too. I mean, it's wonderful energy um, to be around. So I agree completely. Sometimes when I pack up my car and I'm ready to go to an event, like an event in Phoenix, um, I'm at, as I'm packing everything into my car, I imagine all these angels hanging out ribbons and you know things flying out the window and feathers. Um, um, other people can see it, but I have a car full of angels when I go to these events. <laughs> That's perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the Intuitive Art Show. I'm sure people got so much out of this. This was so helpful. And I think I'm going to get your book because I'd love to be able to trace all of these. And um, everyone else, just go check out what she's got because it's all beautiful. I mean, even just the poster behind you or the banner, looking at the different symbols, it's just beautiful. And it's so enlightening. I just feel like there's so much light coming out of each one and fusing with me. So thank you so much for sharing this with us. You are very welcome. And I'll make sure you get a copy of my book. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Thank you for watching the Intuitive Art Show. Thank you so much for watching. If you're new to Intuitive Art and you've never done it with me, go to intuitiveartacademy.com for your free class. You'll learn how to have a conversation with your higher self in three easy steps. That's intuitiveartacademy.com. And if you're already a pro or you've done the free class, and you want to learn more about creating abundance from your purpose, go to workyourpurpose.com and you'll watch a free video series all about what it takes to create a purposeful income from doing what you love. All right, enjoy and I will see you later. Bye bye.